Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Chapter 28 of The Web of the Golden Spider. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Roger Moline. The Web of the Golden Spider by Frederick Oren Bartlett. Chapter 28 A Dash for Port The Queen of Carlina, after a restless night, rose one fair morning early in October and dressed herself long before the appearance of her maids. There had been much to disturb her sleep. Rumor upon rumor and arrest after arrest during the last few days, and last night a long conference with her advisers. Before she retired, she had turned wearily to Otaballo, who remained a few minutes after the others departed. "'My general,' she said, "'I'm tired of it all. Let them do as they will.' "'Not so long as there is a loyal man to carry a gun,' he answered stubbornly. "'You are old, general. It is time you had peace.' "'I am as young as my queen.' "'She is very old tonight,' she answered with a weary smile. "'I fear I am not a real queen, just a woman. "'And women grow old quickly without love.' "'The general bit his mustache. "'He had long seen that it was more this than the plotting of the revolutionists "'which was undermining his power. "'He did not know how to answer. "'You have the love of your people.' Not even that. The sentiment of love for their queen is dead. That is the root of the whole matter. There is but one thing, then, for me to do, to retire gracefully, to anticipate their wishes, to listen to their cry and declare a republic. Then you and I will go back to the cottage together and drink our tea in peace. You are wrong. That is not the wish of the people. It is the wish only of a few hundred black guards led on by those devils brought here from over the sea. You mean Dick's men? The devil's men. If you give me authority, I'll have every mother's son of them shot before morning. She shook her head. Not even to please my bloodthirsty general. They have played us false, but still they are countrymen of his. You insult him. They belong to no country. Why, she asked thoughtfully, why should I expect them to fight for me? Perhaps they think I played Dicky false. 
They have reason. He is not here where he won his right to be. "'Then for the love of God, bring him here,' he answered, forgetting himself. She started at that. "'No, no!' she cried hastily, as though fearing he might make the attempt to find him. "'Not to save the kingdom. You should listen to me tonight, General. I am very wise. The reports which have come in are without exception bad. You arrest here, you arrest there, but still the people gather, and still they state their wishes. I know how it is. At first they were amused to have their queen. It was like a holiday, especially when Dicky talked to them. But freedom is in the blood, and it is foolish to fight against it as against the foreign ships we once tried to keep out of our harbor. Carlina, the old Carlina, your Carlina and mine, is no more. She paused at the look of horror which had crept over his withered face. She dropped her hand to his arm. Do I sound disloyal? It is only because the kingdom remains as it used to be in your dear heart and yours alone. I am your queen, General, because you are still in the past. But the others are not. They are of the present, and to them I am only a tradition. If they were all like you, my heart and soul, my life and love would all be theirs. It is to save what is left of the former things to save you and the few others of that old kingdom, to have our dear Carlina as we used to have it out there in the sunshine of the garden, that I would leave this turmoil before it is too late. The white head drooped as she spoke, drooped low over the wrinkled hands clasped upon the jewel-sword handle. Dreams, dreams that had seemed about to come true in these his later years, now faded before his misty eyes. He had thought to see, before he died, the glory of the former times returned, and now his queen was the first to call them dead. For the moment he felt himself as solitary as one returned from the grave. But, as she had said, if there were more like Otaballo, the kingdom would still be, without all this strife. His stubborn thoughts refused to march into the present. He raised his head again, still a general of Carlina. "'Your Majesty,' he said, "'there is but one way in which a servant of the house of Montferraldo may save himself.' And clicking his heels together, he had turned with military precision and left her. Then she had tossed the night long, dreaming horrible things. Now she sat in her private apartments, staring with troubled eyes over the sunlit grounds. So an hour passed, when, without warning, the door snapped open, closed, and she looked up, startled, to see Danbury himself. Her breath was cut off as though her heart had been stopped, as one thrusts in a finger and halts a clock. There was the same dead silence that closes in upon the cessation of the long-continued ticking, a silence as though the whole world paused a moment to listen. He limped across the room to her side. She saw that his hair was disheveled, his coat torn, as though he had been in a struggle. Then his arms closed about her, and she felt a great sense of safety, 
of relief, as though everything had suddenly been settled for her. There was no kingdom, no throne, no Atabalo, no city full of malcontents. Nothing but Dicky. She felt as much at peace as when they used to sit in the garden together. All this other confusion had been only some story which he had told her. But in a minute he drew back from her and thrust the present in again. "'Come,' he whispered. "'We must hurry.' "'But, Dicky, what is it?' "'The city is up in arms. We haven't a second to spare.' "'And Ataballo, my general?' He clenched his fists at the memory. "'Dead. They killed him and a handful of men at his side.' "'Dead! My general dead?' Like the brave general he was. She put her hands to her face. He drew her to his shoulder where he let her weep a moment, his own throat big. "'Oh, but they shall answer for it,' he cried. "'Hush, dear. I'm coming back with a thousand men and make em sweat for that.' His quick senses caught a sound without. "'Come!' he commanded. "'We shall be cut off here.' He took her arm and hurried her along. They scurried down the stairs and across the palace grounds to a small gate in the rear. Here a carriage was waiting for them. Danbury helped her in and stooped to kiss her lips before he jumped up beside the driver. "'Now drive for your life!' he commanded. The whip fell across the quivering flanks of the nervous animals, and they leaped forward. The driver kept to the deserted side streets, where they raced along unchallenged, but soon it became necessary to turn into the main thoroughfare in order to reach the waterfront and the boat. In the four minutes it would require to go those dozen blocks, their fate would be decided. If the army had not yet advanced that far, they would be safe. Otherwise, he must depend upon a dash for it, covering the mob with the two revolvers he had. Eight shots to ward off the attack of a thousand men. Danbury leaned far out over the box as the horses took the turn at a speed which almost swung the rear wheels clear of the ground. The animals had become panic-stricken now and were bolting madly ahead like horses from a burning stable. But though the road looked clear, they had not advanced a block before men sprang up as though from the ground. The populace had heard of the advancing column, and such 